What's going on? I'm Josh Hoffman. And I'm Elon Benor, coming to you from the Google for Startups campus in Tel Aviv. On this episode, we are joined by two international content creators, Basti Hansen and Harry Ehrlich, who today call Tel Aviv home. Basti and Harry both specialize in video and photography, not only in Tel Aviv, but across Europe, North America, and Asia. Enjoy our sit-down interview with Basti Hansen and Harry Ehrlich. Welcome to Turn Up Tel Aviv, where we take you inside the lives of Tel Aviv's most interesting people and personalities. For more shows and other original content about the lifestyle, culture, and people of Tel Aviv, check out telavivpresents.com. Okay, guys, let's get the show on the road. So let's just jump right into it with you guys. We got two of the top international content creators. Let's start with you, Harry. Where were you born? Tell us about your whole life coming up to when you came to Tel Aviv. So I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a photographer and video director. Worked, uh, worked and studied in uh, film production um, for many years before coming to Tel Aviv. A lot of that focused on commercial production and a lot of video for social content. And photography has always been a, a huge passion and love of mine. Um, I've been shooting photos for over 10 years now. And, you know, once I, once I got into this city, it really, uh, it really ratcheted up to another level. It was, um, there's something very, very inspiring about being able to take photos in this city. I'm going to stop you there because we're going to get to Tel Aviv in just a few minutes. <laughs> I can't Basti, wait. I, I think... If I'm not mistaken, you're not from Massachusetts. I am not from Massachusetts. Where are you from, no, my friend? I'm from, um, I'm from Germany, from a small town in Germany. Close Gotta to love Sudan. that accent. What, sorry? Gotta love the German accent. Can you actually hear my accent? Oh, of course. Shit. For all the girls out there, I'm sure they're... Can I curse on this podcast? <laughs> you just did. There's no going back. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, right. So I'm from Germany. Um, I'm a adventure filmmaker and photographer, a commercial photographer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I live in Tel Aviv for, like, five years now. And um, before I dove into film and photo, um, I actually, my background is, like, I come from music. Like, I did uh, music for, like, 10 years in my life. And, like, always the plan was to be, like, an active musician and to... <laughs> And to just live by doing music, so I like I had a couple of bands, and we produced a couple of albums when I'm, when I was in my early twenties. And then at one point, I um, yeah, like I finished my studies, and I uh, decided like it was like a weird transition phase of like a couple of months where I discovered that I really love photography and uh, making videos. And then, uh, so it was like a weird transition phase from having done music like all my life, pretty much, all my adult life. And then going into photography, thinking like, wait, is that okay that I actually like two things like in the same amount? Wow, so, so when so we passionate say, yeah, about music. When we're talking content creator, you're just the whole package. I mean, you do video, you do music creation, you do photo. I love to hear that. I want to ask you, so what... What sparked your journey to become a photographer, a filmmaker? So after, so I had these couple months where it was like, uh, where I would do both and where I would be still obviously in the band. And then I met my girlfriend who's from Israel and uh, like she's from uh, like Tel Aviv. And so I finished my studies and we decided that I'm going to come to Tel Aviv for like one year. And my band obviously was in Germany. So we like, I decided, okay, let's put the band on ice for a year. For love. Yeah, and then I'm gonna um, just take that year as like an experiment year to just see if I could live off of my camera for like an entire year with like a couple hundred bucks in the bank. So it was like a big... Uh, How many years ago was this? That is five years ago now. 
And so I came to Tel Aviv and it was like a, <laughs> like it was not easy, but um, yeah, like after that one year, I saw that I could survive and then I was like, hey, let's do a second year and another and another. And this is my, uh, f yeah, it's five years ago. Harry, I want to ask you, when was the first time you picked up a camera and felt the magic? <laughs> um, first time I picked up a camera was my father's camera. Um, I was probably five or six years old, I would say. I, um, he had a, like one of the very, very first uh, Canon Rebel cameras. Uh, I remember it was this big, like gray, super plasticky thing. But at the time, film. it was like Definitely which film. one? Which one was it? It was like the Rebel One, like one of the early Rebels. Yeah, okay. really early, but you know, revolutionary for its time. And you know, he's always been a huge hobby photographer, and so I really got my uh, my first cuts with his uh, with his camera. And when I got into high school, I got my own for uh, for my birthday one year, and from there on out, you know, I was just snapping everything. You know, I take that camera with me everywhere. It was a Rebel T3i. The screen flipped out. It was it was my very own DSLR, and um, that's uh, that's really what started the journey. And as uh, as technology increased, and as I was able to start to edit photos better and just get an eye for composition, it really took on a life of its own, and I started to find my my voice with the camera, as as I like to say. So. It, um, it's something that I think really translates, and I know that a lot of people um, resonate with it as well, which is a huge part for me. So you both talked about Tel Aviv, coming to Tel Aviv. So here, we'll start with you. Mm -hmm. So you get to Tel Aviv, and I want you to explain to us what was your perception of Tel Aviv before you came here compared to what it became after you arrived? Yeah, so I, I actually came to this country for the very first time January of 2017, and then by August 2017, I was here living. Um, so my perception and my idea of what the city was or wouldn't be before I came here was, it was honestly, it was nothing. What was it, though? Like, it was literally a blank? It was, it was Tel Aviv is a city in Israel, and Israel is a place that's far away from Boston. Like that's that's what it was, and I and I really came in with only that and the idea of what I've been shown a lot in the news, which is a lot of chaos and you know confrontation, obviously. But you know when you get here, you realize that it's completely different than that. This is a world class city, first class city, the greatest city in my opinion on the entire planet. Can you put your finger on one specific experience or one night where you were just like, wow, this city is amazing? You know, the thing about it is that Tel Aviv is a collective experience. You know, until you live and, and breathe the atmosphere and the size and the scope of what this city is, you can't fully appreciate it. Sure, you can go to the beach, you can go to the markets, you can taste the food and, you know, see the beautiful people. But until you've lived and you know, it's really a village to me. Until you've lived in this village and had that feeling of camaraderie and of, um, you know, kinship with the other people who live here, it's it's tough to to put it into just one single event. I totally agree. Bastia, <laughs> before you talk about what Tel Aviv has been like for you yeah. and your career and your personal mm -hmm. life, I want you to tell us the story of how you even came to Israel. If I remember correctly, you told me off off the air, so to speak, that you actually had met your now girlfriend. Oh man, that's a long story. <laughs> while she was in a layover in yeah. Germany yeah, exactly. for only a few hours, right. right? And now you guys are in this obviously right. long-term relationship yeah. that so, culminated in you moving to Tel mm -hmm. Aviv. So 
I did not know anything about Tel Aviv. Um, I had one friend um, in Germany who, like, who did, I think, like, involuntary army service here. Um, but that was, like, it. Like, I didn't know anything else except of that. So I didn't know anything. And then, so, like, I studied in Cologne, Germany, and um, my girlfriend was on a festival, like, in a festival in Belgium, in the Rock Vesta, I think you say, <laughs> um, in 2009. And then on the way back to Israel, she was um, in a bar. Like, she had lay over in Germany for one night before the f uh, flight would go out to Tel Aviv. And on the same day, I had like an exam, so we met in that bar, um, and she had to fly out the next day. So we had like one night together, and then like she would visit me uh, one month later, and we started like a little Europe trip in my little car that I had at the time, and then it kind of spiraled. Like we traveled with each other like more and more and more, and then um, at one point, I've so before I moved to Israel. Uh, a couple of years later, I visited her here 15 times. So in those 15 visits to Tel Aviv, I I uh, got like a good image of what it might be to live here. And what you just said about the collective Tel Aviv experience like was beautiful because it's so true. You know, like you like once you once you do more, like once you experience the vibe on the streets and you have like some more time here than just like on the markets or on the beach, like that's where you actually like experience the city. And that's what I like a little taste of that is what I got on those like 15 trips here. Yeah. And then at one point I finished my studies and I came over. Follow up question for both of you. We'll start with Harry. Mm -hmm. Talk about, you know, how Tel Aviv or your experiences and living in Tel Aviv, what that has had in terms of an effect and an impact on your career as a content creator. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, as a citizen uh, for the better part of two years in this city, I uh, I've I've definitely gone through a lot of maturing and um, a lot of a lot of moments of just being uncomfortable. Uh, you know, in the best way possible, the type of uncomfortable that helps you grow as a professional and as a human being, which is ultimately what what I came here for. Um, so from a professional perspective, uh, I would say that living in this city has just taught me to be a lot more true to myself, to trust my instincts. And if I am feeling unsure about something, you know, ask, say something, you know, don't just keep it inside of you for the moment, uh, to, uh, present itself, you know, being polite and quiet sometimes can really work in your detriment. Um, and I and I've definitely adapted a little bit to the Israeli mentality of being more forward and uh, speaking your mind and and just you know taking taking your life in your own hands and not letting it come to you. Can you put your finger on what in Tel Aviv or who in Tel Aviv allows you to become more of your true self? Once again, it's collective. It's the collective effort of the people that I've met, you know, from, from every single person that I've become close with here or even an acquaintance with, I've taken something, you know, whether it's something I learned about myself through my interaction with them or something that they've done in the way that they conduct themselves and live their lives, you know, I'm picking and choosing the, the best of, from all around the world here. It's, uh, it's a privilege of mine, really, to be able to, to be here and to learn from people like that. All right, Basti. Now to you, what has Tel Aviv allowed you to do in terms of taking your career to the next level, or if I can say levels with an S at the end? <laughs> okay, so for me, uh, coming to Tel Aviv um, was so important f just because of the energy that happens in that city, right? Like, we always have good weather here. Like, the entire life um, happens outside. Like, people are in coffee places all the time. When you meet someone, you meet them somewhere outside, right? Whether in Germany, like uh, you just meet at home, 
right? So especially like in the beginning of a career um, in photography, like when you're so hungry and you just want to shoot, 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 um, like this is so important that you actually have something to shoot, you know? Like, and of course you can also start a career in photography or whatever in Cologne, right? Like, of course. But for my personality, it was so good that I could just go out and find something that I can shoot and transform into a photo set for me. And yeah. Like something for my portfolio, you know, and like this whole, I don't know, like Tel Aviv is so infectious with this like hunger for life kind of thing. So you just go out and you and something happens, you know, whatever. And um, that helped me in the beginning to build like a portfolio. And then clients would see that and say, hey, uh, wow, let's do something. And what's interesting is everyone here in this room, we all come from abroad and we've all been here for many years. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, Harry, personally, I think I kind of agree with you on the, on the fact that the people here are what make that uh, collective experience. I mean, mm -hmm. you, whether it's a hardship, a hard experience, or you're having a good day, you're always learning something in this city. Yeah. So to move off of that, I want to ask you to, we'll start with you, Harry. What's your favorite thing about Tel Aviv and what is your least favorite thing? It, it's so intense here, uh, especially coming from abroad. And for me, I think the, the biggest challenge is definitely the language. You know, I'm I'm learning Hebrew and imadaber kitzat ivrit, but um, it's uh, that that will always be something that really challenges me because I'm somebody who connects with people verbally. You know, I demonstrate my value verbally, and when I can't do that in the local language, it's uh, it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. What about for you, Basti? Best thing, but also not so best thing. It's the combination of parameters that make the city what it is. Like if you compare it to other cities like San Francisco or New York or London or Barcelona or whatever it is. Um, in Tel Aviv, you just have like, for me, like the right um, parameters that all come together, which is, of course, the weather. Then it's also the size of the city. Like it's it feels like a big metropolitan monster, but it's not. It's like, what, 400,000 people? Like, you always meet people that you know on the street, you know, like, try that in New York, whatever. Um, then you have what I talked about before, that the life just happens outside and not in living rooms, you know? You always meet, meet people uh, outside. Then, I don't know, like, there are just, like, it is close enough to Europe to fly all the time to Europe for a job, for example. You can't do that in Australia. Um, and it's those kind of parameters that if you compare them to other cities, like, I didn't find any other city where so many of those boxes are checked for me. And I would say one of the worst experiences or like one of the worst uh, sides, I think it has something more to do with the Israeli mentality itself because I'm German, so when I say, dude, let's meet at three there and there, I'm there like three. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, well, I remember the first time I set up a meeting with a bunch of Israeli uh, friends and like I'm, <laughs> I don't know, I think we sat like at seven in a bar or something and I got ready at like 6.30 and wanted to head out and my girlfriend's like, yo, where are you going? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to meet them in like 30 minutes. I got to go. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, maybe call them first again. And then I call them and they're like, right, we're meeting. <laughs> you know, like, it, like things are sometimes a little bit flaky here. Informal. I think, yeah, I, think the rule is, I think the rule is always show up at nine. When yeah. You can invite them at three, you can invite them at six. Always show up at nine. It's like sometimes it's also fun, you know, that, that's, that things are like a little bit more bendable and that it's not so strict, everything. But yeah, like it comes, well, I'm German, so. <laughs> All right. So if I'm, you know, somebody sitting in Germany, somebody sitting in the States, right? And I'm like, wow, these guys are inspiring, motivating. 
I'm either a current content creator or I want to be a content creator and I want to go and move to Tel Aviv, like Bastian, like Harry. What's that one piece of advice that you would give that person for you, Harry, sitting in America and for you, Basti, sitting in Germany? I think what I'm about to say, you can apply in every city. In Tel Aviv, it's it's more easy than in other places, I think, because it's, it's super open and you got to meet, like you meet people very easily and you can talk to everyone you want without, you know, like people don't look at you weird when you uh, approach them on the street. But like things are about, like building a career is about meeting people. Like companies are made out of people, um, big names in media, whatever, but like everything is people, right, in the end. So um, that would be my advice to just try to connect with as many people as you can and take yourself, uh, like take your own work, even if it, I don't know, let's say you only have like, you shot two projects so far, take them serious enough. Like if you take yourself serious, then other people will see that and they will take you serious eventually. So meet a lot of people, um, shoot a lot. Um, create a portfolio that is like a strong portfolio that's super important and um, while doing that just connect with people and uh, communicate like it's so important to just communicate with a lot of people about the right things and uh, build a strong portfolio and then do that in the right city you know the relationship thing is the thing that stood out to me why did you say that that's easier to do in Tel Aviv versus a Cologne versus a Los Angeles whatever because in Tel Aviv people are um, very open right so you really like literally you can approach someone on the street and people are not scared to talk here people are not scared to laugh loud on the street right and in germany or in other cultures um whether it's maybe the states or somewhere in europe um people are it feels like a little bit more um like it takes more time to get through to them kind of and here because come on like everyone's running around in a bikini you know like you can literally just approach them and say hey what's up blah blah, blah. i'm busty you know and there's a little connection and then, if you want, you can deepen that connection. And then, et voila, that's the CEO of uh, Fiverr, whatever. And in other cities, it's maybe a little bit more complicated or a little bit more slow, that whole process. And here you can, um, yeah, you can make contacts more easily, I feel. And for you, Harry, your parting piece of advice? I agree with a lot of the points Basti said, you know, practicing your craft, um, even if it's just for you, you know, you never know when those portfolio pieces are going to come, you know, certainly there's commercial production, but when you go out with your camera, you never know what you're going to see that day. Um, So getting out, meeting people, and I think always kind of checking in with yourself. I think that's that's a huge piece of it, especially as a photographer. There's a huge mental edge, especially in the street photography industry, um, of just understanding Um, your place in everything and having a certain comfort level with who you are and how you approach what you're doing. Um, And I think that that translates into the things that Basti said, meeting people and being able to show them, uh, show them yourself in, in sort of your, your good place. You know, when you're feeling confident and in control of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. that, that really just translates naturally. People can pick up on that without you having to like give them a whole spiel on it. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, and you know, very quickly, uh, I also think that being able to, uh, to be outside a lot of the time, you know, really lends itself to this, to this village is really what it is. It's a village city that is on the beach and people are out and they're, they're not afraid to show who they are. And that vulnerability translates into stronger initial connections. It just, it just has to. I think, like, I want to add one more thing. Like, Tel Aviv enables you to do stuff, right? And in, especially in the beginning of a career, doesn't matter if you're a coder or a photographer, you need to do stuff. Like, you don't need to talk so much. Like, 
do more and talk less. And then Tel Aviv, like Tel Aviv enables you to just do. Preach. You know, the difference between commercial production in the States and doing a commercial here is it's a lot more, let's go, let's do it, let's get the camera up, let's start shooting. We'll see how it comes out in the end. And, you know, it's not the right move for all projects, but to have that mindset for the majority of your projects mm -hmm. is a very healthy mindset to right. have progress. And I think ultimately when you're starting out as a freelance content creator, progress is priority. Wow, Elon, that was an awesome interview. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you or someone you know wants to be featured on Turn Up Tel Aviv or one of our other podcasts, don't be a stranger. Send us an email to magic at telavivmedia.group. Yes, that's dot group, not dot com. New Elon Lolachfo. Yalla bye. Thanks for listening to Turn Up Tel Aviv. For more episodes, visit turnuptelaviv.show. And for more shows and other original content about the lifestyle, culture, and people of Tel Aviv, check out telavivpresents.com.